morning. This is Alicia Wellington. Topic today is if not now, then when? Primary scripture will be Ex- Esther chapter 1. I celebrated my birthday last week, Thursday. I believe that it will prove to be one of those birthdays that will mark a turning point in my life. Since somewhere in the days leading up to the 18th, I realized that I am all grown up now. It is time to put away childish things. I've also been thinking about how much closer I am to the grand retirement age of 60. And so my thoughts flew to Ecclesiastes 12, 1 to 7, reading from the Amplified Bible. Remember thoughtfully also your Creator in the days of your youth, for you are not your own but His. The passage continues to admonish the reader to remember our Creator before the evil days come or the years draw near when you will say, of physical pleasures, I have no enjoyment and delight in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened by impaired vision and the clouds of depression return after the rain of tears. Remember our Creator in the day when the keepers of the house, the hands and the arms, when they tremble, and the strong men, the feet and knees, bow themselves, and the grinders, the molar teeth, cease because they are few, and those, the eyes, who look out through the windows, go dim. When the doors, which are our lips, are shut in the streets, and the sound of the grinding of the teeth is low, and one rises at the sound of the bird and the crowing of a rooster, and all the daughters of music, which is the voice and the airs, sing softly. Furthermore, they are afraid of a high place and of dangers on the road. The almond tree, which is our hair, blossoms white, and the grasshopper, a little thing, is a burden. And the caperberry, desire and appetite, they fail. For man goes to his eternal home, and the mourners go about the streets and marketplace. Earnestly remember your Creator before the silver cords of life is broken, and the golden bowl is crushed, and the, or the pitcher at the fountain is shattered, and the wheel at the cistern is crushed. Then the dust out of which God made man's body will return to the earth as it was, and the spirit will return to God who gave it. And I really began to ponder upon that passage of scripture. I think perhaps because I was reading the book of Esther. And so while reading Esther, these thoughts took a foothold. And the importance of me taking action now, while I am still in the days of my youth, was crystallized. In Esther chapter 1, 12, Queen Vashti was deposed when she refused to come to the king's 
commandment by his chamber, chamberlains and therefore the king was very wroth and his anger burned within him to put some context to this passage king ahasuerus was in a celebratory mood mood sorry he was ruler over 127 provinces from india to ethiopia so he had a party for his nobles princes servants the power of persia and media the nobles and princes of the provinces and this party lasted 180 days almost half of a year and if that wasn't enough he also had a party for the household staff which lasted seven days there was wine aplenty or in trinity terms the wine was flowing like water during the feast in one of his drunken moments, he called for his wife Vashti to parade her beauty and show her off to his friends. But Vashti refused, and that was the catalyst for the end of her reign. I know that we can debate whether she was right or wrong ad nauseum. The feminists will say, definitely right, and the traditionalists will say, or assert that she was wrong to refuse to obey her husband's instruction. But I want to take this conversation a little deeper by drawing some parallels between this story and the life of the believer. Vashti was summoned to the king's presence in a similar way God calls us to his presence. And when that call comes, sometimes the circumstances are not ideal. The situation we are called to may not be to our liking, as in Vashti's case, but that does not negate the call or excuse us obeying. Why did the king call for Vashti to show off her beauty? Why does God call us to show off his beauty? The king represents God in this story. He is boastful about the bride is the church. Vashti, the queen, is the bride or the wife, and she represents the church, God's bride. God wants to boast about his people, how he kept them and how he keeps them. He wants others to see their beauty, the benefits of being aligned to him or, or serving him. And we, the bride, are to be a reflection of him on the earth. Beloved, it is childish to keep running from the call of God on your life. It is childish to keep spurning your lover's or God's advances or attention. It is childish to keep disobeying God's instructions to come to him. It is childish to keep behaving in such a manner, and might I say, sinful way, that it will cause you to lose your crown. It is childish to lead others in rebellion to serve other gods. It is childish to be ruled by our wills and pleasures rather than by the word of God. One of the things I discovered from this passage is that God's call does not last forever. Yes, we can disregard him, but there will come a day when he will move to the next available candidate. 
like in Ahasuerus, the anger of the Lord will burn against us and we will be deposed. What is, what is God angry with you about? Is there a call you have not answered? What instruction have you failed to obey? You are now an adult. Put away childish things. If not now, then when? When will the call of God become urgent or a priority for you? I bless you and do have a wonderful day.